0: Welcome back to Limitless, the Blind Beginnings
1: Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Marcelet. Thank you for joining us again this week. It is January and a lot of people start a new gym routine in January. And today we're going to be talking about what it's like to start a new gym uh, when you're blind or partially sighted. And I wanted to talk about this because I recently started uh, a I attended a kickboxing class for the first time yesterday, and there's a whole process to, it's not like you can just show up and do a class when you're blind. So uh, it kind of occurred to me that people might not be aware of what's involved in that process. So we've got a few people here today who have also been doing something similar, not kickboxing per se, but Mm gymming. And I'm excited to introduce them. So we have uh, Nolan and Allie back to the podcast. Welcome to both of you. Hello. Thank you. And yeah, thanks for being here. And I'm super excited Mm -hmm. to introduce my friend, Gail. We've been friends a long time, very, very long time. Um, Gail's also visually impaired and uh, welcome Gail. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks nice to be here. So maybe you could each introduce your uh, level of vision and tell us a little bit about what sort of uh, gym situation you've been pursuing over the last little bit.
2: I'm Nolan. I can't really see anything. I have a little bit of light perception, but that no usable vision. And my gym routine is that I've been starting to go to CrossFit classes. Oh. Actually, since uh, what was it, early November, I think, but I haven't gone in a while. And going to, I'm planning on starting on starting that up again next week.
1: Okay, can you explain what a CrossFit class is in case people aren't aware?
2: Okay, it's basically a class where you just go and do all sorts of different kinds of workouts. I guess it's sort of like going and working out at the gym except structured and you actually have someone running the class to to teach you how everything works.
1: Okay, right. mm -hmm. I guess I should maybe explain what kickboxing is also (laughs) because I think Mm -hmm. it would be sort of similar-ish. It's a class. There's an instructor. um, Everybody is do is following the instructor's lead and the instructor is giving directions. And we're doing like a series of exercises, although in kickboxing, it involves wearing, um, Oh my gosh, what are they called boxing gloves? And there is a punching bag. So you're actually punching a bag. The bag is like almost, I think it's like five feet tall. So almost as tall as me, uh, and then kicking it as well. So there's kind of like other exercises that don't involve the bag and then a bunch of rounds of bag work, which is really kind of fun. So is that similar to CrossFit? I mean, minus the bag and the punching.
2: Yeah, sort of, but you have all the standard gym equipment, like
1: Mm.
2: weights, um, the bikes, the stuff like that.
1: Okay. So you're also moving around from one piece of equipment to another. Yeah. Okay. That adds another element. All right. Um Allie, what are you, what have you started recently?
3: Um, I actually started to go to a gym close to my house last year, around November. I haven't taken any classes, like group classes or with an instructor. But I am basically working on like just the machines. So like the treadmills, the bikes, the weights, it's been really good.
4: Okay, awesome. And Gail, how about you? Um, so I have rod monochromatism. So I have really low vision in bright light, like outdoors or fluorescent lighting. And I don't have any color vision. So um, I don't get sort of cues from things that are brightly colored, which is sometimes helpful for people. But um, so lately I've just been working out once a week, actually with Sean at a private studio. Um, In the past I've had gym memberships and I've just joined a gym near me that just opened. So I feel like there's a lot of pieces to
1: going to a new gym. And um, I was reminded of these as I made the decision that I wanted to try kickboxing. So like the first thing was, where, like, where's the gym? (laughs) Is it accessible? Is it, uh, is it going to take me like a bunch of time to get there or multiple buses, or is there even a bus that goes there? So I'm just curious. I happen to find a gym that is walking distance from my house, which is like, so amazing. That doesn't usually happen, but I'm curious how, uh, Nolan, where's your gym? Can you get to it independently?
2: Um, no. Um, so I live in Puscoopy, which is a village, so we don't have much. So we have to drive into Dawson Creek,
0: Mm. the
2: town right next to it for most things, including the gym. So my mom has to drive me there.
1: Okay. That's kind Mm. of a pain, hey? Yeah. (laughs) She
2: also goes to, she also goes to that gym. Okay. So she for a while stayed with me and worked
1: out with me okay ali what about you where's your gym
3: i don't have to bus to it i can just walk to it um it's i do need to cross some streets and then i have to cross like a major like or like broadway street Mm -hmm. um so that gets pretty busy and especially with construction and everything right now
4: and how about you gail yeah my um my gym's only two blocks away, so it's under five-minute walk. I'm pretty lucky <laughs> this yeah, time. And the gym, awesome. the private gym we've been going to before once a week for the past, what, year and a half, um, that's just been one SkyTrain stop in like a five-minute walk. So, mm-hmm. So it, yeah, having a, you know, you
1: could have like a really fantastic gym with a really great instructor, but if it's in a location that you can't get to, uh then <laughs> it sort of doesn't matter, right? So I feel like where the gym's located is really, really, really key. Yeah. Um, okay, so the next step, I found a gym, it's down the street. Uh, I'm like, cool, I can walk there, I know where that is, I can find it independently. That's awesome. So for me, I felt like I needed to tell them that I was blind because I didn't really want to just show up to a kickboxing class and surprise everybody. Wow. Um but I'm curious how you guys navigated that. Um, Nolan, your mom was already going to the gym. So like, did she let people know that she was going to bring her son who was blind or did were you involved in that she, process?
2: I wasn't really involved in that process. She basically just told everyone about me and asked the coach how I could be accommodated. She was quite... Uh, Happy to try it out, actually.
1: What about you, Allie?
3: Yes, I think for me, like I, I signed up um, with my sister, actually. Um, we both go to the same gym. And yeah, when I walked in, I actually went first with my o instructor because I wanted to learn the route. So we walked there and we actually walked in and we talked to them um lady at the front desk and they were very open and they gave us a tour of the gym right then and there people that work there were very like welcoming and accepting and saying like like if i go alone that they would help me and like guide me around and if i need a, a little bit of assistance they made it really really welcoming
4: what about you gail
1: How did you do the disclosure thing?
3: Um, For the new gym near
4: my house, um, I went to an orientation. They had tours just for the public. So I just signed up for a tour. And then at the end, um, I let um, one of the people working there know that I was visually impaired. I also have a cane with me, but I still brought it up because obviously they're not going to. Um, And just was wondering if I could get a more detailed tour, like how to use the lockers. They use a card system, which I've never seen before. Um, And maybe like a detailed tour of like the machines and stuff like that. So I ended up meeting the manager who's really nice. So I'm going to see him one-on-one next week um, and he'll show me all the, all the details. So, right. I was
1: surprised. So I sent an email to like, I just sort of found the gym online and found an email address. And I sent an email explaining that I was blind and that I'd really, love to try kickboxing. And I, I felt like I had to sort of convince in my initial email because I have had experiences in the past where people have not been open to having me be in their gym. They've had concerns about my safety or whatever, So, you know, I was like mentioning that I am a retired Paralympic athlete, so I'm pretty familiar with working out and, um, but I've never done kickboxing before, but it sounds really fun and (laughs) like really almost like a proposal or like, I, I felt like I was trying to sell myself. Like I'm I'm cool and I'm fun and I'm committed and I really want to do this. And I think what you're offering is really great. And would you be open to having somebody who's blind in your gym, which normally I wouldn't be so like ask it. I wouldn't ask so much. I would be more like you, you know, I have a right to be here just as much as anybody else, but I just really wanted it to be successful. And I really wanted it to be a positive experience. And after I sent the email, it took a day to get a response. And I was like, uh, kind of almost expecting, oh, they're probably not going to respond or they're probably not comfortable or whatever. And I was so pleased to get a positive response and an invitation to come in and have a tour and you know learn more about it. So that was awesome. But it's kind of scary, right? Like you don't know what the reaction's going to be. It sounds like we've all had, a pretty positive experience recently, which is really encouraging, but doesn't always go that way. Nolan, you're going with your mom, Ali. are you going with your sister or are you going on your own or is it some of both?
3: Um, at first it was with my um, sister. Cause she, she also goes to the gym. A lot of times I don't want to have to rely on like, depending if she goes, then I can go Mm-hmm. or depending on like what mood we're both in or like things like that. I asked my O&M instructor if I could, um, if she could help me learn like the route to it. And yeah, so we've been working on it and I I know how to get there. I'm just a little freaked out right now for crossing um, Broadway.
1: Um, so are you nervous about navigating around all the equipment and those kinds of things on your own? Because I feel like for me, getting there isn't too much of a problem usually, but it's once I'm inside and there's like weights strewn all over the place or the cardio machines have, you know, touch screens or just like, or how do you know if somebody's already on that machine and you go and sit on them? <laughs> like, Those are the kinds of things that I worry about. But how is that for you,
3: Allie? I mean, when I first went there to talk to them, like that I was interested, they were very Accommodate dating, and they said if I came alone that um, they would be able to help me like because yes a lot of the machines are touch and so they said they would be able to help me with anything that I needed I can see enough to not to see if there's something on the ground or like in front of me or if they move things around so I can find my way around but I did have a tour in the beginning so I know There's Mm -hmm. a row of treadmills, a row of bikes. Um, It's more like the little details that I'm having trouble with right now.
1: What about you, Gail? Um, Are you able to like set your well, I guess you don't know it yet at this new gym, but places you've gone in the past, like can you find the weight that you want or the, you know, to set the
4: machines or if it is a touch screen, are you able to do that stuff? I've never used the touch screen machines. And that's something actually when I, would look for a gym, um, like where I previously lived, um, I would actually ask them what they had for cardio. So I always go for bikes, the rowing machines, or the ellipticals, where you can just get on and start doing some cardio. Mm -hmm. Um, I tend to not do a ton of cardio training, so maybe that's why it's less important to have, like, I just need to warm up and cool down. So i I'm not really gravitated towards, like I went to one of the rec centers in my city before this place opened and they just didn't have any cardio that you could just hop on and start using. So I just didn't join. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's kind of a deal breaker. But. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Me too. Cause I don't want to have to ask every single time to start the machine. I have to be able to at least start it and know where the up and down is. I like the treadmill, but okay, it's like, if I can't do that at all by myself, then no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Nolan, what about you? Are you working out on your own? And if so, like, how are you moving from one machine to the next in a CrossFit class? That sounds hard.
2: Yeah, I do have help. My mom did work out with me for the first little bit, but now she has decided to leave and let me do it independently because the, the coach or someone there will help me to the machines.
1: The coach is just kind of standing by. And when it's time to move to the next station, they guide you there.
2: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Because I've done a little bit of circuit stuff previously, and eventually Mm -hmm. you sort of memorize the order because it stays the same. So you kind of know, like, are you able to quickly know, okay, now we're on this machine and the bar is going to be above my head or now I'm on this one and I'm going to be sitting down or like, do you, do you kind of get in the groove and memorize what, what comes next?
2: Kind of. But the thing is, you don't do the same routine two classes in a row for CrossFit. There's like, my mom told me that she went for two years before I came and never once did the same workout.
1: Okay. So that's good in terms of like, you'll never be bored, but not necessarily Mm -hmm. great in terms of like getting comfortable with what's going to come next. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I had an orientation to the kickboxing gym and they showed me what a punching bag looks like and, you know, the locker rooms and, and things like that. But I have to say until I actually did a class, I didn't fully understand what the heck I was going to be doing. Um, I didn't realize that the bottom of the punching bag had this hard base that you want to make sure you don't kick that because it's not squishy like the bag and it'll hurt a lot. (laughs) Um, I didn't understand, you know, how, even like how to put on boxing gloves uh, like how do you put on the second one when you've got the first one on? Cause now you have nothing. You can't, you don't have a sense of touch really Uh, (laughs) just like these things that until you're kind of thrown in and actually doing it, you don't really understand or know where the challenges are going to be or exactly what happens. So um, I felt like, like the orientation is helpful. Having a tour is helpful but I'm sure there must be times when, I don't know, I know in the past, you know, you wanna do a certain machine and you want a certain weight and you don't know what weight you're lifting or where if it's like adding weights to like a a squat rack or something like that, you don't know where they are. Um, That sort of stuff can be kind of like, can interfere with getting a good workout. So following instructions uh, in a class situation, I feel like in the, the, the cool thing about the gym I went to is that they, they have a second instructor that is working with the new person. So they don't have a beginner class. You're just, you just go to the regular class, but then there's one instructor leading the whole group. And then there's a second instructor that's with the new person. So if there were times, which there were when I wasn't really clear what was being asked, of me, um, my, the second instructor was able to kind of fill me in and explain what I needed to be doing. And she was able to teach me what a, what a jab cross was and what a hook. Actually, I can't remember the lingo, but a roundhouse kick (laughs) and (laughs) all these fancy terms that I'd never heard before. So yeah, I got sort of that one-on-one, but, um, how do you all feel about following the instructions? Nolan, what's that like for you? in like once you get to the next station and they direct you what to do are you supposed to do like so many reps or are you are there instructions that you need to listen to and are you able to understand what's expected
2: usually i do understand what's expected and i do get told to do a certain amount of reps but that being said, everything kind of moves really fast. Mm-hmm. You have to do, well, actually what happens is um, there's a warm up, and then the actual class like thing, which is about 20 minutes, the actual workout, which is usually pretty intense. You have to rotate between, You you do like two minutes of a certain exercise, rotate, do two minutes of another one, rotate, and then back and forth, do two minutes of the same one it all just kind of moves fast and it's timed,
1: but. Gail, how do you find following instructions?
4: Um, I've usually had good experiences. I mean, the one I actually had hardest with is doing yoga classes because you sort of have to know the lingo kind of like boxing lingo. Yoga has its own Mm -hmm. lingo. So once I knew some of the terms, it's a lot easier for sure. And also grips with lifting weights can be take a while to learn but once you know the grip and the term for it then it's easier to follow so there's always that learning curve
1: um, yeah that's so true because it's like they might call like a hamstring curl or a bicep curl or something if you don't so there's like do you know where your biceps are (laughs) or your triceps or your hamstrings or any, you know, so knowing your body and then knowing, yeah, how you're supposed to do that particular exercise as well. Um, yeah, I know what you mean about yoga. I went to, uh, I think it was called a candlelight yoga class that that was the worst yoga experience ever. And it was supposed Mm. to be like relaxation. And so the instructor didn't actually talk. pretty much at all. (laughs) Not good. Yeah. So I had no idea what I was supposed to be doing. And my friend, I was with a friend and they were kind of whispering to me, but I couldn't really hear. And it was terrible. Yeah. So the the good thing about uh, kickboxing is that I feel like even if I don't quite get it, um, because they, they do like sequences. So in my final round, it was like, uh, with my left foot, a front kick. And then I think I had to do uh, hook left hook, right. And then a roundhouse kick and then an uppercut or something. I don't know. There was like a sequence and you just keep repeating that. So if I got it wrong, it didn't matter. I could just punch and kick the bag, and, like get my frustrations out. Even if I wasn't doing it right, I'd still be getting a workout. So <laughs> All right, so how about interacting with other people at the gym? What sort of reactions do you get from just other people who are working out?
2: Usually the people I go to the gym with are like people who my mom signed me up for the adult class instead of the teen class. Um, So it's usually people who've worked with my mom, I guess. She has told them quite a bit. So some of them actually know a bit about what they're doing. Mm. which is nice. and um, Some people try to help me.
3: I don't know. Since I've been going with my sister, I, she usually just helps me go from one, one machine to the next. It's been pretty okay because I, so I can see enough to know that there's someone there and I can just go around them. If I need help, I know I can ask.
1: Do people talk to you? Like the other people working out, do they say hello? Do they interact with you?
3: Sometimes a little bit, but like when you're working out, most people, including myself, um, put headphones in to do the workouts. So I, yeah, so I'm not expecting um, to be talking to people very much when I'm like in machines and stuff. Actually, the first person that I interacted with that wasn't um, like an instructor was One of the designers that um for the Limitless Fashion Show, she goes to that gym. Oh really? Out of every gym in Vancouver, she came up to me and said, "Hi, Ally." Now (laughs) I was like, "I have not been living here enough for people to know who Ally is." That's funny. Um, And she said she went there, and if I ever needed help, that um I could ask for her. So that was surprising. Yeah, that's awesome.
1: Mm-hmm. I only had, there were six people in the class uh, that I went to yesterday, so I didn't interact with anybody. I think it was a kind of a quieter day, which was nice, less intimidating, but um, I don't know if I've ever actually like made a friend at the gym or anything. I guess, yeah, you do kind of go in and work out and I don't know. I don't know if people meet at the gym. What about you, Gail? Have you had interactions with
4: other gym goers? Not really other than, you know, they are verbal. They'll say like, can I work in if you're using machine that they want, which is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so no one's just staring and waiting for you to move or something. So it's <laughs> kind of a relief. People are pretty good about saying if they need, need something that you're using or need to get at something. So, and I've definitely asked like, um, a lot of gyms will have like sort of a stretching area, like, and they'll have those exercise balls. It's sort of off mm-hmm. side, like where the free weights are. And I used to do some stuff with that, like, or the TRX. And I've definitely asked if someone's around, Hey, do you see the <laughs> the TRX or whatever? Cause sometimes they're hard to spot or they're in a little basket somewhere. And yeah, people are pretty helpful.
1: How do you incorporate the white cane into the moving around? I'm actually curious for all of you, because it's kind of a pain. Like, so I get to the machine, I fold it up, I put it down, put my water bottle down. I do my thing. Now I got to find my water bottle and my cane that I put down <laughs> and then extend it and walk <laughs> to the next machine and repeat the whole thing. And you're going so many places that it's hard to remember exactly where you put it. Like, does anyone else have an issue with that? <laughs> Cause I find that challenging.
2: My mom usually always just um, would hold my cane and my water bottle and keep them with her. And then Mm. someone would guide me in between the machines.
0: I
1: see.
4: Yeah, my arms are full. I I totally brought me back because I was, I always keep mine unfolded because it's just too much of a pain. So it just, I flop it down sort of um, alongside whatever machine I'm on, or Mm. if I go to do weights, I just put it by the bench a lot. It's it's only on the left because I'm a lefty. (laughs) So I always know it's going to be on the left, just lying parallel with whatever I'm working out with. And I just leave it unfolded. Um, But it is a pain. I always feel like my arms are full.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe that's better. Cause the other part about folding it up is then if people didn't see me approach, they don't necessarily know I'm blind, but if your cane's extended on the ground or against a machine or whatever, then they, people see that maybe they're more understanding too.
4: Maybe. I never know if they recognize it, especially when it's in its lying down form. I think it's like yeah. out of context. <laughs> right. Sometimes, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Any other obstacles
1: in starting a new gym? I know I even like there's a locker room at my new gym, but I just asked if I could leave my backpack on the bench That's kind of in the main room because I I don't, they're even like entering the locker room and then trying to find your stuff and navigating through a bunch of bodies that are changing is a little bit awkward. Uh, (laughs) So I kind of avoid that. And because it's walking distance from my house, I can totally just go home and shower and change and do all that and not really worry about doing it publicly. Um, But I feel like the, the locker room, the change rooms can also be a bit of a challenge when you're blinding your way around in there.
3: Um I think for for me it's it's been pretty good actually. Like I've usually leave like you get a gym bag once you become a member. Hmm. So um usually I just have my gym shoes in there. And so and when I get there I fold up my cane and I put it in the bag and I just leave it. In my gym, You, the lockers, you have to bring your own lock. Um, So I haven't gotten a lock yet. So there's like a counter shelf cubby thingy that I usually just leave it there
1: the good thing about kickboxing is that you do not move around. I guess you used to before covid, but since covid they just keep everybody at the same punching bag the whole time. They they used to move around for the warm up at least. So I was in a corner of the room so that I could orient myself better because I wasn't sure how much moving around I would be doing and I didn't want to get in anybody else's way and there was like a a window behind me with a window with a ledge so I could put my cane and my water bottle there and it wasn't going to move. And that's, you know, I didn't need to like worry about any of that until the end of the class. So I have to say the kickboxing is pretty accessible. (laughs) There's no machines to worry about. You don't have to move around. You're not moving from one station to another. Um, Mm -hmm. The instructors are loud. I would highly recommend it and super satisfying punching and Sort of. Are there times when it hasn't worked out? So I I had a situation um, when I first moved into the place I live now, there's a gym also walking distance, but a little bit farther that I tried to start going to and went in, introduced myself, had a tour and the manager was just really, really uncomfortable with a blind person being in that gym. And so it didn't work out for me mostly well, completely because the management was not comfortable with blindness and didn't really want to learn to be, I don't think. So I've definitely had a situation where it didn't work out. I think also like a, a really long commute will make me stop going. Yeah, for <laughs> if sure. it takes you know longer to get there than it does the time that you're actually going to be there, um, that's just not worth it in my opinion. So yeah. But has anyone else had situations where it didn't work out going to a gym?
4: Well, the one I mentioned before is just if none of the cardio equipment's yeah. easy to use, forget it. Um, and then I did hire a personal trainer. This is probably like eight years ago, just for you know to get kickstarted again, um, working out. And she was very concerned. Like she wouldn't push me. She got me really light weights, mm. <laughs> even though I said I could lift more. She was so concerned about injury, so we just—I went twice, but we just didn't meet on what expectations were kind of thing. Right. She was just so concerned, so yeah, mm. that can be frustrating.
3: Um, it's been pretty good for me. Like I know I—I um, I checked out one, um, which is really, really, really close to me, and I didn't have to cross um, like any major. Um, streets like Broadway um, which tends to be really busy they were really um, like welcoming and understand and like willing to help and no negative feedback at all and I also um, checked out that one was a little bit um, over my budget that I wanted to spend on the gym but I also checked um, the gym down at kids, um, community center. Um, so that one I had to bus. It's did discourage me a little bit that I had to take a bus to get there. So this one that I'm going to right now makes more sense because I don't, I can just walk to.
1: Yeah. That's a good point. That cost can also be a barrier. Uh, some gyms are more costly than others. And I, the one that didn't allow me to attend was really cheap, which was an attractive, you know, part of going there. It's like, okay, I can walk there and it's very reasonably priced. Uh, but yeah, what the people weren't welcoming. So there's a lot of things that have to align. I feel like for it to work out and I just, I'm so excited about this kickboxing gym because everything has been positive so far everything has worked out. And I guess I I kind of forgot that it can go that well because I have had experiences where it hasn't. So it's just so great to do a class and feel like it was a hard workout, but I was able to do it and it was accessible and I felt proud of myself for like venturing in and doing this new thing and it was fun. And I, I don't know, it was amazing. So I feel like when, when it all aligns, it's pretty fantastic. So do you guys have fitness goals at your new, what, what are your 2023? Any, any particular goals
2: to get so, back to the gym,
1: to get back to the gym? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't work. gone
2: since December.
1: Right. And mm-hmm. how many times do you go a week?
2: Usually Monday and Wednesday, sometimes Fridays.
1: Okay. Two or three times. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good.
3: Yeah. Um, I. At first, when I signed up, I first was going like four or five times a week. Um, And that felt really, really, really good. Um, And I'm hoping to get back on that.
4: Yeah, very similar. I just want to increase the frequency, go like two, three times a week. Yeah,
1: I like variety. So I'm probably only going to do kickboxing once a week. It is a little bit expensive. Uh, There's a deal like to start you off, which is great, but I think it is going to be a bit more pricey. So I probably will only do that once a week, but then I also run and do this other gym, accessible gym thing with Gail and, you know, try to do other things as well. And I kind of like having a variety of different exercise because then I don't get bored and tired of any one of them. So I I think my goal was just my, my, my new year's resolution is to have more fun this year. And I think that kickboxing is fun. So <laughs> I'm doing it as much for the workout as for it to be fun and a stress reliever. So I mm-hmm. plan to continue and I'm excited to continue.
2: When you say have more fun, do you mean workout specific or?
1: No, in general, like just want to have more fun. I, I feel yeah. like I worked a little too much. Love mm-hmm. my job, but. <laughs> yeah need a little more balance in my life yeah is there anything else anybody wants to
4: say about the gym
1: if not that's I was okay.
4: kind of curious oh, what everyone thought about like noise level like are some is anyone sensitive like me I it's not just blind people but I just I happen to be really <laughs> sensitive to a lot of noise like it makes it hard to navigate so some gyms are like loud music or it's just busier like do you want Do you like going when it's less busy? So there's not much clanging. I'm I'm not a fan of like the people that have to do really heavy weights and they tend to drop them Mm -hmm. and and I don't know what's coming. (laughs) So I, I tend to like a quieter gym. I was curious what other people felt.
3: Well, my, the gym I go to, they have music, but it's not too loud. It's a good, um, like you can hear but it's not blasting. Um, and um, but it's pretty, it's pretty chill. Like, I don't know if it's just because it's a woman's gym and there's like all ages, there's really fit ladies that are in their seventies that just walk in with a huge grin and they're super fit. And I'm like, what's going on? It's not loud at all. Like you can hear the music, but it's not, it's not blasting. It's pretty quiet.
1: I think if I was trying to orient around a gym, yes, it would be. I wouldn't like the loud noise or the blaring music or the crowd. Like I definitely prefer to go when it's not as crowded. Kickboxing is interesting because the music is loud and the person, the instructor is loud and they're yelling over the music at you, which kind of pumps me up. And so I like it when I'm positioned where I need to be and I just have to do my thing. But if I'm you know, trying to navigate a weight room, yeah, it's hard.
2: There's loud music at my CrossFit gym. Um, a lot of like gym workout style music sort of, mm-hmm. and you know how loud that can get. Yeah. If, yeah. And they, they have to yell over it. Sometimes they don't yell loud enough.
1: Right. And yeah, I think mm. if you need to ask for help and it's really loud too, <laughs> it's just awkward. <laughs> And that is hard. Cause I do feel like you have to pick your times. Like there's definitely, you know, a lot of people probably go right after work, um, or before work. Those are probably the busiest times to go to the gym. So then if you also have to go to work, like, how do you deal with that Gail? Cause you're working. Like, how do you pick your time so that it's not too crowded?
4: Yeah, I've tended to do like the seven at night because people will be off having dinner and it's mm-hmm. there's a nice lull. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't tried like the early because like this gym opens at 5:30, and I'm curious like if a 6 a.m. is going to be packed or it doesn't pick up till seven. It'll be kind of interesting to find out. But definitely, yeah, evening just around dinner time is pretty chill. Right, most gyms. So yeah, that's good. Well, I wish you all lots of luck in your fitness goals.
1: And, um, I hope that the tour goes well, Gail, and that the lockers are accessible and <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And thank you so much for being here today to, to share about your experiences. Thank you for having us. Yeah. It's been fun. Yeah. Thank you. It's been great. You've been listening to limitless the blind beginnings podcast. If you have a question, a comment, a future topic request, please send us an email to limitless at blindbeginnings.ca. Please share a podcast, like, subscribe, leave us a rating and join us next time.
0: This podcast has been brought to you by Blind Beginnings, an organization based in Vancouver, Canada, that supports children and youth who are blind or partially sighted along with their families. Music for this podcast is composed by Sean Bishop and Clement Chow. Production and audio editing by Rob Minot. For more information about Blind Beginnings and the work it does to support children and youth who are blind and partially sighted, along with their families, visit us on the web at www.blindbeginnings.ca. And also remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We thank you for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you next time.